Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. All right, so as usual, my throat is a little scratchy. Um, This seems to be a normal thing for me. Basically, my kids and I take turns giving each other the plague. Um, So yeah, every other week, I, I have a scratchy throat. I don't know where it comes from. But anyways, it's been a crazy couple of weeks Ugh, in the country, everything that's going on. So, okay. So I was just in a mood this morning. I don't really know what came over me. Usually I don't like to um, spar over politics or this or that. But anyway, it was the um, the primaries this week in New York for, for governor. So Kathy Hochul took the ticket for uh, the Democrats and Lee Zeldin for the Republicans. And I was just so surprised that Kathy Hochul smoked everybody smoked her opponents just because I don't know a lot of reasons we'll we'll get into that in, in this interview but anyway so I interviewed Baratunde Thurston so he's awesome he has a podcast called How to Citizen he is um he was on the Daily Show or he wasn't I mean he's a comedian but he was the supervising producer of the Daily Show and the Onion and now he has a new show on PBS called America Outdoors that premieres uh on Tuesday and it just looks awesome and he will tell you about it and the way he he just describes it is is super it's super cool because he just he sells you on it you know and he Baratunde and I we disagree on a lot of things politically but we end up having a really great conversation um and I really really appreciate everything he says I feel like I'm very much in the middle um I see things both sides of the spectrum. Um, you know, I'm not super right, not super left. I'm, you know, I'm in the middle. But I guess I am more right leaning on certain issues like, you know, fiscal issues and and crime. And and so that's why I think one of the reasons I was so surprised to see uh, Hochul just smoke everybody because the crime is so bad uh, in New York, not just in the city upstate as well. But um, anyway, Baratunde and I, we have a great conversation. I really appreciated him. And just so everyone knows, we had this conversation before like 9 a.m. in the morning, which was very, uh, very, very deep for for. Yeah, for that early. Um, let me think what else. What else is going on in this city? You know, it's almost the 4th of July. Um, obviously, I normally release these episodes uh, on Wednesdays, but I did Monday uh, this week because it's the 4th, and I thought maybe people could listen to it by the pool and whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you like this. And I also wanted to get this episode out so um, Baratunde, his show, you could watch it. And I gave you ample time to um, to prepare for that. Um, as in, yeah, set your DVR. <laughs> All right, guys. So without further ado, here is my interview with Baratunde. Hello, this is Baratunde. Who am I talking Hi, to? Hi, this is Lauren Conlin. It's so nice to meet you. 
Nice to meet you too, Lauren. Where are you? So I am in New York City. Where are you? Uh, I am temporarily in Chicago. I've been uh, running around America a lot lately. I'm yes. headed back to Southern California, which is now my home. Uh, okay. I lived in New York for 12 years, though. So I knew that. Enough. You you lived in New York when you were um, supervising at The Daily Show. Is that right? That's right. And at The Onion. All, okay, all got it. Now, <laughs> I want to get to, I really want to get to promoting your new show. It looks awesome. But I'm very fascinated by you because I find you to be, okay. uh, you're super fair in your commentary, right? Politically, um, with the social issues that are going on right now, which are very, very serious. I don't think our country has seen um, anything this severe in a very long time. Do you agree? Uh, I do agree. I absolutely yeah. agree with that statement, yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I agree with you on a lot of stuff. I tend to disagree with you on some stuff. And I was like, Ooh, this looks really fun. I feel like we could like have a nice like spar, you know, I feel like this could be cool because yeah, you're very yeah. even. No, you are. You're very even now. I do. I want to, to just address like, for, for example, I don't know how familiar you are with um, New York city politics, right? Kathy Hochul. Yeah. Are you familiar? Official governor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we just, we just had the uh, primaries the other day in New York city and it was really interesting. I was super shocked at the outcome. Kathy Hochul smoked everybody. Were you shocked? Uh, no, I wasn't shocked. Um, I think incumbents have built in advantages and power. I think uh, governor Hochul, you know, took over from, from the previous governor. Uh, he shall not be named in a <laughs> of absolute scandal, intrigue, and disappointment. And she's been, uh, by comparison, uh, a more fair and steady hand than him. Um, and I think New Yorkers, you know, I'm, I'm not a resident anymore, but I'm still connected to the right. city, for sure, a little less so the state. Mm -hmm. um, I just think they saw her inherit uh, a literal mess, the pandemic, and, right. and try to work through that without uh, swinging too extreme in any direction. So she wasn't doing anything absolutely wrong. She has amazing name recognition. She proved she could hold the office. And in those mm. moments, you know, when everything else is very unstable, including prices, the economy, the climate, uh, it makes sense to me that people were trusting of her to kind of maintain the, the general direction of the ship. Okay. So, yeah, no, you're, you know what, you're, you're not totally wrong to me. And I, going so back to, what do you think? Well, what I think it's, it's funny. So you mentioned, you know, you didn't say his name, but you mentioned someone who was a little corrupt before, but she, yeah. she chose a Lieutenant governor who was just as corrupt, which is what I was mm. like, wait a minute, that in itself is like, you already have really bad judgment there. And, you know, I know that it's not, necessarily up to her. It's not her decision to fire, let's say Alvin Bragg in Manhattan, because obviously she's in charge of, you know, I don't think actually, I don't think legally she can do that. Is that right? That is I a think, good question. And, yeah. I think that has uh, to be the if, mayor, if is, right? If she, but, but here's the thing, if she is restrained by mm. the law, that's a step forward for an elected official these days. You know, like, okay. I, I deeply respect that. The, the previous executive had some issues with, with following the law at, at the state level and obviously at the national level to me. So um, yeah. that's, you know, it can be very frustrating to watch someone operate within the, the limits of their office, but that's what preserves the Republic. Uh, so, so I've got to respect Governor Hochul if that's the case. Yeah, uh, you right. know, 
it's, it's just, I guess I'm just so torn because I social, like these social issues, I, you know, I'm pro-choice. I'm very upset over what's happening. However, you know, I have kids, I live in Manhattan and crime is out of control. Things are just out of control right now. And like I said, talking about, you know, her corrupt Lieutenant governor. And I was just really thinking that they're people, New Yorkers might be ready for a change, but I guess I was wrong, you know, and you, you are actually the perfect example of somebody who's just saying, you know what, that doesn't really matter to me. So it's actually helping me understand this a little bit further, you know? Well, yeah. And, and you know, as a, as a recent connection to New York, so I, mm. I serve on the board of the Brooklyn Public Library still. I left the city okay. years ago, but I love public libraries. I think librarians are, are national and, and international heroes. Mm-hmm. And the mayor came and spoke um, at our gala. And, you know, he was a very different choice than a lot of people expected. He's extraordinarily focused on, on crime, on policing, on law and order. And his remarks at the gala were actually very much anchored on uh, sympathy for the police. And that's not mm-hmm. something you'd necessarily expect from the New York City mayor at, at just a random gala that's not focused on crime or law and order, uh, but a different sort of public service in terms of public access to information and Internet. Uh, mm. But I think he's also in a position of trying to uh, demonstrate that, you know, he's got the backs, you know, of these law enforcement officers when when they feel under siege. Now, I'm sure you and I have some differences of opinion on how policing <laughs> operates in this country, but we probably also both agree that we ask too much uh, of our law enforcement officers. Yes, and, totally. Know, we, we, like, like, our, like our teachers, we expect them to sort of catch everyone who slipped through Yes. social net in this country. Um, so I, I, as much as I want to see dramatic reforms in policing, it is not at the expense of the humanity of those who chose in that profession. Um, I think we have dealt them a really difficult hand to play and given them very limited tools to deal with a, a wide range of problems that have very little to do with armed response to problems. Um, yeah, so I, yeah. I don't necessarily agree with Mayor Adams on some of that, but I really, I think I understand what Rope right. is trying to walk. And, and he's a very different mayor than the last one for New York City. So I do think there's people who are, are coming from where you're coming from mm. who you know consider themselves progressive on a lot of things, also are just nervous and afraid and don't want to see you know society and the state, quote unquote, backslide. Um, yes. And we can continue to have debates about what policies best support you know, public safety. But uh, it, it doesn't feel insane to me. I'll put well, it that way. Well, yeah. me. So let me, let, I mean, first, yes, I... Eric Adams was a cop for X many years, a lieutenant. I hope to God he mm-hmm. he always brings up the police force. I really do. I really do. So I that makes mm-hmm. me happy to hear that because I, I think he should. I think that uh, law and order is super important, obviously, in the city right now. So I, I think that's amazing. Um, my second point <laughs> that I was going to make, and now I don't really remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> crap. No, I was going to say something and it was like a really good point. And now I just can't remember. Um, shit, 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 shit. Let me, can I, can I attempt a segue with you? You, I, I would love a segue so we can plug your show. Um, yes. Okay. So, so here's, here's part of what, um, is happening in the country. You described it as one of the, the most divisive times we've had, you know, we all recognize the increase in, in hostilities shall we yes. say, both, you know, of a, a kind of lower level criminal nature, but also a higher level political nature. We're just less patient with and less tolerant of each other. Um, I got mm-hmm. a chance to kind of break out of that storyline when I when I made this show with PBS uh, America Outdoors. 
uh, premiering July 5th on Tuesday. It's like our birthday gift to America. Woohoo! Yes. I got to I, I got to speak with Americans of all sorts of literal shapes, sizes, colors, political persuasion, um, in, in a diversity of ecologies all across this country. And and when you engage with people in nature, you know, mm-hmm. not in a sound booth, not on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or Reddit, uh, you are standing on literal common ground with each other. And and mm-hmm. I just found um, this country to be, it was a reminder of how beautiful this country is, how oh diverse my gosh. we are. I'm going to cry. And how we can like connect to this shared land of ours, which is absolutely one of the most precious gifts we have. Um, and it oh. regulates your heart rate. It regulates your blood pressure. Like it literally lowers stress. You know, I went into the summer of 2021 nervous. That's when we filmed the show. Yeah, we were supposed to have a hot back summer. The Delta variant had other ideas. I was literally scared. Uh-huh. And being whitewater rafting in Appalachia, you know, with a paralyzed man, hiking part of the Appalachian Trail, canoeing the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota, being in the in the desert in Death Valley with the Tendisha people, who are the original settlers of that land, mm. uh, it really soothed me uh, and and inspired and invigorated me. And I think it's just the sort of energy shift a lot of us need who are in the world yes. of headlines and yes. really anxious um, yes. to remember that there's another kind of energy source and another community we can connect with, which is a community of nature, uh, which lets us meet each other on different terms. And then I would really strongly recommend everybody watch this show because what you just honestly, I feel like you need a raise because you just really sold me on that. Um, I've been watching the <laughs> the previews on your Instagram and it's been like, I mean, yeah. I, so I loved the Will Smith show he did on Discovery, which was sort of similar to this, but he, he kind of went inside weird volcanoes and, and shit like that. And, and I loved it because it was just so you just turn your brain off when you're like, Oh, cool. There's more to life than what we're, uh, we're constantly talking about what we're constantly fighting over. And what you said, like what we're constantly sparring over on social media, it's so silly. So I'm, I'm very excited for the show. If you think nature is itself, um, a social medium. It is a mm-hmm. place where we can gather and come together and connect with each other. And then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, I think you see the angle better than most. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, li- pretty much as liberal as they come. Yes. Uh, I am also, yes. I think, uh, fair, but yes. I have strongly held beliefs. The point of this show isn't for me to kind of monologue my political beliefs. The point is to highlight all of us in our connection to our shared land. Yes. And I saw this consistency, which, which honestly surprised me. People who have been here since the very beginning, you know, the indigenous people, mm-hmm. people who've been here for five, seven generations. I mean, seventh generation Appalachian coal miners, fifth generation Idahoan ranchers, and also like the newest Americans, you know, literal teenage refugees from East Africa and right. South Asia. Right. All finding a sense of peace, of belonging, of joy and inspiration in their love of the outdoors. And they're not all doing extreme sports. You know, I, I right. respect for that Will Smith show. It's super interesting, but I'm not jumping in. The but it's extreme. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Stuff, totally. This is basic stuff, right? This is like backyard gardening. This is yeah. hiking you know, right. in your neighborhood. This is going through Prospect Park, you know, or, or the Adirondack. Wait, but I have a really important question. Are, are you, are yeah. you shirtless in... <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my sorry. Goodness. Was that not funny? Okay, I can't be funny. I can't be funny now. Okay. <laughs> my my wife appreciates the question. She uh she picked the wardrobe. 
Um, I do show some leg in the show. I do show some leg. And there may be, okay, there fine. May be you show uh, some leg. a moment getting into a wetsuit or a surfing shoe. So, you know, okay, fine. Fine. And, you know, I do want to just address the fact that part of the reason I sort of picked these political, I don't want to say issues with you because they definitely weren't fights. I, I want to just show yeah. people in general that, you know, you can be, you can disagree. You can be on opposite ends. You can like, you know, we can have these conversations and, and I want you to see someone like me who let's say maybe goes to church every Sunday, but I firmly believe that the government, we should not rule on the Bible. Church and states should be separate, even though I go to church every yeah. Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I want you to also understand that there are people out there that, uh, and I don't know if you also know the difference. I just figured this out between conservatives and Republicans. Did you, did you know this? Conservatives do believe that you, like that the government should be governed on the Bible. I had no idea. And Republicans are more like, well, no, church and state. Stop, stop. Some do. I think there's there's a lot of floating definitions and these okay. are constantly shifting. I know a lot of people who are conservative, and it isn't based in a, in a religious interpretation. It's based right. on the idea, you know, the skeptical idea that the nation was founded on of kind of limited government authority. Okay. Um, and I get that. Trust me, when, when Donald Trump was uh, atop the federal government, your boy here believed a lot more in states' rights. Like, that was just something yeah. the liberal had to acknowledge. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. No, no, no. This is, this is such good info. So, yeah. so it, it, it's a part of our it's a part of our national bloodstream, and we've always had this this tension and this dynamic. The Federalist Papers bears it out. The founders literally debated it, and, and they came to uh, pretty reasonable compromises in, in most ways. The right. thing I love most about the country, as much as I take, take issue with it, mm-hmm. is that it's an amendable nation. You know, we've changed. We've we've changed who can be an American. We've changed yes. who can vote. We've changed who can work and how those workers can organize. And yes. we've tried to make those changes um, in a way that expands the, the initial principles of the founders, which mm-hmm. were clearly not meant for the majority of people who lived here. You know, we were a democracy for a select few. Land-owning, you know, Christian yes. white men with the original intent, right. if we want to be originalists, you know, about the paperwork, which some of our Supreme Court justices believe. I believe in, in amendability, and mm. I think true democracy kind of moved with the people, still grounded in principle, not just random, not just yeah. a whim, and that's why we have checks and balances, and that's why we have processes. I'm worried we're losing that sense of balance right now, uh, but I am, to your point, thrilled to speak calmly with someone yeah. about my disagree on like law enforcement policy. And yes. Nobody's calling anybody out their name, and nobody's storming a capital with an AR-15. No, you know, like, that's exactly. The point. That's the we. Point. I love talking to you about this. And I, you know, on your podcast, I want to suggest that, that you have like this round table of like people that, you know, because what you're saying to me, I really, I really, um, I'm, I'm processing it. You're right. That's why this country is so great because everything is amendable. We just have to agree on it and, and just be on the same page. And so this is like, this is just super healthy. And I want, I just want listeners and everyone to, to just hear that this exists. People don't have to see eye to eye on every single issue. You can still have a conversation and you can learn. I'm, I want to learn. I want to learn more. And I feel like you do too. I do. I do. I really appreciate this time. This is my expectations by far. Happy, happy independence day. Oh, you too. And Um, everybody watch it's, what is it called? Tell me one more time. America. The show is America outdoors. It's on PBS. Uh, you'll check your local PBS stations, PBS video app on your smart TV. 
pbs.org slash America Outdoors. Premieres July 5th, 9 Eastern, 8 Yes, Central. and if people want to follow you anywhere, is it just your name? My name, Baratunde, B-A-R-A-T-U-N-D-E. I'm Baratunde, wherever they're found on the internet. Social Love media, it. Baratunde.com, your inbox. I might be in your inbox right now. Ah! <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're awesome. Okay, that was Baratunde Thurston. Don't forget to watch his show on PBS. It airs tomorrow. That's the 5th. He's such a lovely person. Um, I hope I run into him in person sometime in the city. I'll give him a big hug anyway. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. I will uh, have a new episode for you, not next week, but the next. We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply.